guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hey, Oxford Holy Club, it's your host, Beardmate and the Bald Eagle, who just took like, a, almost like a spit take. Just just before we went in, all I see was, is the head of Lucas. Take. Yeah. Was that a sneeze? Yeah, it was. I tried to get as far away from the microphone as possible, which probably made it worse. You know what? It's it's all good. So it's been a while since you and I have recorded um, Bald Eagle. How I know. I feel rusty. Like, yeah, it's been a while. You know what? I'm sure you're going to do great. Let me just ask this one question. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you started recording in Audacity? Yes, I have. I did long ago. All right, fantastic. Uh, well, man, so, okay. It's it's been a while. I've done like three episodes um, where the bald eagle has been soaring in other other places, in other airspaces. Yeah, other airspaces. Um, man, welcome back. Uh, it's not the same without you. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah, we had you know we were. Uh, I'm trying to remember why. I think I was I was camping and you were moving and. And then you were at camp, so you were recording with camp people, and I'm not jealous. It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, so it's been just a bunch of that. But I think soon we'll be back into smoother waters. Yeah, it was. I uh, when camp season hits, it you know it has its normal anxieties that take hold. But when you're trying to do a weekly show that comes out, you know, consistently, it, when you think about uh, camping and camp ministries and and all of that, like there's a lot of What's the word? You nearly need to be flexible and available. And, and so to be able to say, hey, we're going to record at nine on a Tuesday night, that just doesn't work. And, uh, and even this week, we've had to be flexible because we couldn't all make it at the same time and, and, um, and all that. I think it's interesting, Lucas, that uh, when you said you weren't jealous, no one could see your face. But what they don't know is that we are currently testing right now uh, some live stream stuff and working working that out so that in the near future we could be coming to uh, to a screen near you oxford holy mm-hmm. club invades your living room in ways you never thought possible but definitely still legal and i wish i hadn't said it all quite like that this is a run-on sentence that needs to end <laughs> and done uh and, yeah you know it's when people think of us they they listen to us and said i wish they were you know robbing my eye time as well as my ear time every week right we've we've Pack the ear holes with as much uh, sweet, sweet audio as we can come up with. But really, you know, it's those, those, they're not eye holes because they're filled. They've got eyeballs. What do we eyeballs, call those? Yeah. Pupils, poops. We got those lookers. Um, peepers. Peepers. <laughs> okay, so so this episode's called Peepers and Ear Holes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. It's good when you get the title right off the bat. There you go. It, it really is. So, so camp, tell us a little bit about camp. Well, I'm going to cut you off, Lucas. I know that we do this on the end, but I want to hit these off at the front just because if people don't listen all the way to the end, they miss this. So we're going to, we're going to rattle off just very quickly the contact info. Do you want to take it? Sure thing. Uh, if you hear something that you love or hate on this podcast, feel free to po- contact us via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Oxford Holy Club or email OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. Uh, if you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OHClub. And please, if you do enjoy us, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And, of course, tell a couple friends about us. And don't forget, too, you can leave one of those one-minute messages. Remember, the bald eagle flew in and left us a six-second one the other time and or last week, and we put that on the air. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed that from last week. And if you think you could do better, I challenge the, that's, that's a low bar. Uh, so you put that on the air, did you? We, we put that. Yeah, we kept that, put that in, edited it. Actually, it was funny because, uh, I put it in in post because for whatever reason, my phone, so my phone is on, um, iOS 13, but it's on a, like it's on the beta software. So iOS 13 hasn't come out yet and I wanted to test it and, and all that. The caveat to all that is that sometimes things don't work the way you expect them to. And right. just before coming over here, I had downloaded the latest update and it messed with my Wi-Fi connection. Long story short, I was trying to play a six second clip for, I don't know, like a solid minute of just sitting there wanting this clip to load. And and then it hit me, my Wi-Fi flipped it off on the data and then it played. So, 
So we had some edits in that episode. Well, see, here's the, I don't even remember what I did. I just because I sent in an anchor audio message to a different podcast, like a one I meant to send. And I said, "Oh, I should send Brad one while I'm on the anchor app." Oh, and uh, I did. I just remember it being just like random noise, wasn't it? Maybe that's if the hosts, if the hosts think of their podcast as an afterthought. Maybe that's why no one contacts us. <laughs> But if you do, and that's another aspect, you know, I was rattling off all those social medias, but I mean, if you want to go into the Anchor app and send us a quick little voice message, we'll get it and Brad will probably put it on the air. Uh, I can pretty much guarantee that unless it is crazy, not a probes, but I don't, I can't anticipate that happening. All right. You asked a question, camp. Um, camp. Well, I, ta- I did, Andrew and I talked about camp or cool breeze, um, which he doesn't want to be called. You haven't. The episode doesn't come out, so none of us have really had a chance to listen to it. But just a heads up, he's not super comfortable being called Cool Breeze in out there in, into the into the world uh, for everyone to hear. But, Fair enough. But we, we'll have to call him something else. We've got there. nothing better. Anyway, we talked about camp, but uh, just to rehash, uh, camp was good. We had our we had family camp um, back just into August, and then at the end of August. We had a, or middle of August, I had a youth camp. And so, you know, it, it was, it was busy. The kids, we had the kids at youth camp. So I was directing, um, this camp, which means like, well, you know, basically once you get all the kids into their, into their cabins and everyone's got a bed and the appropriate amount of leaders and making sure that everything's covered that way. Once that's done, really the camp just kind of runs itself. So the directing is more on the front end. Uh, and then it's just keeping, keeping things moving, keeping things moving, making sure people are going where they're supposed to be going. You want to empower the counselors to be able to deal with things and use you as a last resort. The mo- <laughs> the m- it's like supply teachers. Like if they're going to the office every five minutes, it really defeats the purpose of having a supply teacher. Uh, yeah. So the biggest thing I got called in for was um, uh, uh, unclo- fight? unclogging toilets. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess you are the maintenance man as well? No, we actually have one of those. Uh, There is a maintenance man, but for whatever reason, well, there's a unique story for why I took it upon myself to deal with this. And I I don't know if it's podcast appropriate, so I'm going to tell it. And then, it, and then if if we all of a sudden the conversation goes somewhere else, you know, neither one of us were comfortable with how it. <laughs> if there's just like five minutes of silence, you don't fill in with anything else. That's right. So okay, so we're we're a couple of days in, and and I. So you were eating burritos. Yeah. If you want to go to that to the beginning? Okay, yeah. go ahead. No, we were a couple of days in. And there was a couple of weird things that, you know, uh, bathroom related things that, that happened. We had a hot water heater blow for the girls shower. So we're like, okay, how we, what are we doing about that? You know, we got to figure that out, which I didn't have to, the camp manager needs to, you know, deal with that maintenance. And they did, they were phenomenal. Shout out to Glen Terrio, Big Lake Camp, Marty Getson. What, what you guys killed it. Anyway, not the water heater. You did awesome with that. But, uh, anyway, so, oh, brother. Uh, the, it all begins with like this murmuring that someone, there's a phantom um, person, a, a phantom that is going out and putting, no, actually the first thing I heard was, Brad, could you remind the campers, could you remind the boys that the urinals are only for liquids? Oh no, you had a phantom pooper? So, oh no. That that I never found. Never did I find that. What we did find was like paper towel for some reason. They were putting paper towel weird. in there. Yeah, that one was weird, right? And it was like laid down neatly. So I'm I'm not sure what ritual was being performed, but uh, no. So anyway, so what I did do, I this it was it was a glorious moment for me. I felt like a huge success. Um, I walked into the dining hall. There's 80 kids. They're all middle school, high school, you know, and you get the high school, the girls and the boys all like locking eyes across the dining hall and, and all that stuff, right? Takes me back. Yeah. So I walk in and and I just, I whistle and everybody looks at me and I, and I just say, um, <laughs> girls, I want you to look at that, you know, that boy just across the way that you're catching eyes with. And then I want you to listen really carefully to what I'm about to say. <laughs> Boys, the urinals are only for liquids. <laughs> so I got to do that twice. Uh, right. and, and the next time I walked in, I had a plunger in hand held high. And I'm like, girls, 
You know what I'm about he, to say, boys. He's still doing it, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the plumbing hour with Lucas and Brad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad that uh, the camp went well, and I mean, and it was, and because I forgot about there being a podcast between the last one I heard and then this one. So, did you talk about your move and stuff with Brad or with Beckwith as well? Uh, just a little bit. Just that we. Um, yeah, we we talked a little bit about it. We had some serious van trouble, if you remember, because you uh, you showed up. Mm-hmm. Thank you again, by the way. Ah, no problem. We, we had some van trouble, and since then, we've actually had that all dealt with and fixed. And and now I have a really good relationship with a mechanic here. Uh, and I showed up, and uh, Brad wasn't there yet. Oh, okay. The truck was there, and there was a whole crew. And I, you know, I walk up, and I expected you were in the van, so I, I the giant U-Haul. So I just kind of, and there was like two vans that looked like your van there. Like there was so many black caravans kicking around. Anyway, so I pop up onto the thing, and I was kind of walking in. I'm like looking around, all excited, like, "Hey, hey, look who's here!" And <laughs> you weren't there, and everyone's Nobody like, "Nobody knows you." What's this random hobo doing coming? Is he keep an eye on him? He's probably gonna try to steal some stuff. And I was like, uh, hey, uh, baby, everybody, how's it going? Uh, Brad and Mandy, where are they at? I was like, I know their names. Uh, I, I didn't steal their mail. Um, so anyway, but I, I could, the only person I thought who might have known me is Mandy's mom, but I don't know if she actually, like, that would have been a long shot because right. I, mean, I don't think she's seen me since your wedding. So fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody said anything. Uh, to me, so it seems like you got away with it. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I should just start trying to break in other people's uh, uh, moving parties and just start unloading and getting free pizza. I'm not sure that that's the lesson here. <laughs> uh, just so you know, probably. Uh, okay, so so yeah, so anyway, so the move has gone well, and we're getting we're getting acclimated and 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 all that. Biggest thing that we did, we knew that we had we'd finally made it. We ordered Swiss Chalet. And had it delivered. That's big city move right that, there. That was the big city move. And man, you know, it felt oh so good. Makes uh, you call your first Uber. Well, we don't, I don't think we have that. Although no, it's, uh, it's not in LA, Canada, I don't think. It's not. And, but I saw that there's something else that they're looking to get now uh, in Charlottetown, uh, a ride oh, share no. happening Is in Charlottetown. Lyft? No, it's not Lyft. I'm familiar with Lyft. Oh man, it's like potato rides. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay, so what about you? Um, so I, I've moved and we had camps and all that's done and we're now almost 20 minutes in. You, sir, where have you been? What have you been doing? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I was on your island there camping, which which I was able to sneak off and and, and bust into someone's you know moving party. Um, so that was fun. We, we do that with Melissa's family once a year. We'll go out to uh, Twin Shores. So hashtag Twin Shores there. It's a great spot. Well, what? Um, so it was good. Yeah, not, nothing too wild or exciting. Just, you know, me sitting in a hammock, me on the beach, me just eating delicious ice cream. Nice. Uh, kind of what you're looking for. My week leading up to back to school, like I started school today, uh, which is August 26th or something. Yes. Um, and uh, it's not for my kids, obviously. It just teachers back to school. So so my, my week was super uneventful leading up to that. Um, mm-hmm. But, but you know, good, kind of restful, that sort of thing. I always find it's like that. Um, and then back to school today, so that's fun. I'm getting excited to have the, you know, get all my ducks in a row and get the kids back and, you know, and everyone's – it's it's – Okay, just so you kids know, when the teachers come back to school, it's very similar to when the kids come back to school because we're all like kind of excited to see each other and a little bit <laughs> nervous about the new year. And I was wearing a bunch of new clothes I bought, and I was like, I hope they noticed my new tie. Uh, so and did they? Did they? They somebody did because it has a sticker on it still. Uh, but oh, uh, Lucas, no. But did someone did tell me my shirt was was dope? Uh, not really, but they said it was cool. Um, anyway, so thank you, uh, Costco and <laughs> Not yeah, a sponsor. so yeah, hashtag Tommy, Timmy, Timmy Hilfiger, Tommy Hilfiger, <laughs> Timmy. one of the, Til- <laughs> one of the Hilfiger brothers made my shirt. Uh, yeah. So Timmy I mean, Hillsinger, Timmy Hillsinger. Yeah. I bought it at the flea market. <laughs> um, no, it was, so that, that was good. It was a lot of fun. Um, and okay. So here's, here's, and I, there they said, you know, don't bring lunch. Lunch is provided. Usually they get pizza or whatever. Um, I was like, great, first day of work, and don't bring my lunch. Hold on, and did, yeah. did you just say first day of work? Uh, yeah, I think I combined school and work, so work it is. Wow, <laughs> it's the dance craze that's sweeping the nation. Oh. Uh, so anyway, so as I was working, no, no, um, don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I get there and I, and I said, we we're setting up the little like 
I got like cookies and chips and stuff for like just the staff to munch on throughout the day. And when I get there, I was like, I went to the one of the receptionists. I'm like, hey, give me the skinny on lunch. Like, what is it? And she goes, I'll give you a hint. Brad Pitt. And I was like, oh, oh, nachos? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, Brad Pitt. Okay, Pitt. And I was like. Pita Pitt. Like, it's Pita's. Oh, you figured it out way faster than I did. I could not figure. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, Troy, <laughs> like Greece. It's it's Brad nails. It's a bunch. Of, it's a bunch of nails. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was Peter Pitt, um, which I mean wasn't I mean ideal for I mean, everyone else seemed to really enjoy it, but I mean I don't like sauce or vegetables for the most part. So um, and it was pre-sauced and pre-veggied. So I mm. was just um, yeah, I had some I had some loose vegetables and loose fruit, and you know it was it was fine, and I and I was really good. And I never once was like I can't eat that. I'm just like, listen, just shut up and don't eat it if you don't want to eat it. So I did. That's exactly what I did. I was a good person. Um, and but, but I still remember they came, they made fun of me one time because they for some reason I never order the food. It's always the receptionists. But we were having a staff. You got to wonder like, why. Thing, and they said, okay, um, Lucas, like you, can you order the pizza for us? I'm like, yeah, no problem. I'm on it. And, uh, and I was like, okay, guys, I've got, I got this kind of pizza and this kind of pizza. And I'm like, and for, and we have like two or three vegetarians on staff. I don't know how that they got past the hiring process, but they did. Um, anyway, and I was like, and I didn't forget about you guys. I'm like, I got you cheese pizza. Oh, Lucas. <laughs> they're like, why didn't you get us vegetable pizza? I was like, I kind of forgot that was the thing. <laughs> and they still bring up the time I ordered them cheese pizza as the vegetarian option. <laughs> I was waiting to hear you ordering just like. Pizza with no sauce, because you don't care for sauce. <laughs> no, it was just uh, it was the no. Actually, I do like pizza sauce. I'm not a complete animal. Okay, but uh, but yeah. So no, I had uh, I had I skipped the pita pit for lunch and uh, and I ordered I ordered cheese pizza for a ve- I, I ordered vegetable free pizza for a vegetarian. For the veggie, for, yeah, <laughs> one time or two. So uh, but yeah, no. But it was great to be back to school and. And it was fun. And they usually here's what happens: they they get a bunch of gift cards, and they kind of do like a kind of icebreaker fun activity with. It's been trivia for the last like three years, but, but. there's a problem. Um, me and one other guy basically run the board, um, and I try not to. Like, I'll get my first one. Like, I gotta get mine. So I, I, get, I, mine. I get it. <laughs> get, I gotta get it. Gets to. And uh, so I get. Uh, so I gets it. And. Then, then after that, my rule is once he says the question, I will count three Mississippis in my head. And if no one gets it, I will say it. Um, and I usually end up with like three or four things, um, which makes me feel like a huge jerk. So this year they're like, okay, we're going to do it a different way. Everyone had to do like two truths and a lie. And then we had to, he would read them and we had to guess which person it was. Um, and they had to decide if we were going to do it like communism style or like capitalist style like we had been doing. And everyone was voting for communist style where like everybody's going to get a prize, everyone's going to get a ribbon. And I was like, yeah, I kind of think I should because I, I always steal them. But it's a good thing I did because I wouldn't have gotten any of them. So I was not good at that game. You should have gone, you should, as that was happening, you should have gone and claimed all their land for yourself. And then when they all showed up, be like, but you said you want a communist style. I took your land. <laughs> I've seized the means of production. I don't, don't what, understand what, why you don't like what's this. The pro- what's the problem here? I, I did call my principal comrade at one point. Oh, he was no. pushing this way. Yeah, no, it's fine. We're, we're good. Um, anyway, but it was, it was, it was fun. Except my problem is oh. <laughs> they're like, man, you're taking a long time to think up a lie. I'm like, no, I can't think of any semi-interesting truths because it was <laughs> supposed to be about the summer. <laughs> I was like, ah, went in a hammock, ate ice cream. Like, you know, there's only so much that I can do. Was a riverboat uh, captain. Oh, uh, darn it. They're all true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I did. What was my lie? Oh, went bungee jumping. So... <laughs> Yeah. The bungee, the bungee jump is basically the equivalent of uh, a, a what a chili dog for you, <laughs> right? Like, if what I, do you if, mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Well, you you like your hot dogs plain, and and to me, a chili dog would be the opposite of plain. Oh, I would go to town on a chili dog. Like, I love chili, oh, darn I love it. cheese, I love dogs. So I get what you see, like, because that's it. Sounds now like an all dressed hot dog. Yes. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Like sauerkraut. Yeah. Complete garbage. Yeah. I'm sorry if there's any German listeners. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. Right. Um, but yeah, but no, a chili dog is pretty fantastic. That's like saying I wouldn't like chili cheese fries. Come on, Brad. Uh, good grief. So you're back to school. You excited? So back to school. Yeah, it was great. I'm 
I I love my children dearly, and I and I would take a bullet for any one of them, but I'm very excited to have less time with them um, for a little while. Uh. Um, now I'm sure the like when the week goes in, I'll kind of miss it. I'll be like, oh, I kind of miss get hanging out with their cute little faces. But now I'm like. They've asked me to like get them a drink for the billionth time, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, you know what? I'm excited for someone else to get you your drinks, or for you to have access to a water fountain. Yeah, uh, those are all great. So yeah, I, I am looking forward to to that, and I'm excited to be back to work because I really enjoy work and it's fun and you know all that stuff. So I, back, being back in my element, I will say uh, I'm I'm in the same boat. Looking forward to the kids heading back. Love my kids and all that, but we're we're looking forward to routine because they're, they're it's been. Summer's been crazy for us a little bit. Yeah. Not, and I mean, everybody has a crazy summer. So I'm not saying that we're unique in any way, um, but our, you know, we're all ready for some routine. Uh, and to be fair, like I, I do not give my children the level of care they would get from their mother. Uh, like, you know, they get their, they get their basic needs met. But it's not like I'm I, – I don't do as good a job as I probably should. So I, there's also a little bit of guilt there too. And I mean, I'm, my wife's eavesdropping in the other room, so I got to be kind of careful about what I say. Um, but yeah, you know build, like – Build her up. Really build her build, up. That's, well, no, she, she does a wonderful job. Um, but anywho, yeah. So I, I think it will be good for, for everyone involved. Gideon's just taken to not wearing shirts. Like he just walks around, sun's out, guns out all day long. Yeah. So, which is fine. It makes me laugh. But it's funny. One of my, okay, I have a, this is not summer related. This is just a life thing. Sure. What I'm getting, because I get my kids breakfast even during school days a lot of the time. And one day, my daughter, I was, I was like, do you want toast or cereal? Toast or cereal? And she goes, can I just have a piece of bread? And I was like, no. Like, that doesn't, that's not right. But then I was like, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's just a different form, but it just didn't feel like breakfast food. It felt wrong. But then I was like, I, I, you know what? I think I, and I gave her the, just the loose piece of bread. Well, not loose. I gave her like peanut butter on it or whatever. But yeah, Gideon will have like a peanut butter bender for breakfast sometimes. Yeah. I was like, that's lunch food, even though it's the exact same food. Like, anyway, I got to re- rethink my, some of my paradigms. <laughs> um, peanut butter sandwich is a staple in our home for breakfast with Jaden specifically. Mm-hmm. Harmony will generally go for what does she usually want? Um, something with milk to drink. So cereal, milk to drink. <laughs> with like dry cereal, milk to drink, or milk with cereal? No. And milk to if drink. she wants honeycombs, she wants dry honeycombs in a bowl, milk to drink. <laughs> and milk to drink, a chaser. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, no, for a while, they Giddy would always have, he wants toast, untoasted. <laughs> Which is the longest <laughs> I, way to say bread. <laughs> I want untoasted toast, Dad. Well, that's what he orders. Um, and then Ruthie will get whatever's the least convenient. And Esther will always get, um, she, for a while, she was, she always gets cereal. And for a while, she's like, could you mix two cereals for me? I was like, yeah, sure. Let's go wild. So I gave her like, because we don't have anything that exciting for cereal. I gave her like Rice Krispies and Cheerios. <gasps> but then she started wanting them all mixed all the time. And I called it party mix. I was like, you want some party mix for breakfast? She's like, yeah. But then I got annoyed by it. I was like, no, I don't have time for doing three cereals. You get one cereal. I'm like, you can have multi-grain Cheerios, which is kind of already a party mix. Right. It sounds like, you know, multi-grain Cheerios. Three three words right there. So That mean party. Yeah. Um, Let's see here, Lucas. We're just about at the half hour mark. <laughs> That's good. It's just nice to catch up, I guess. I, I figured there's a there's a decent chance this could become or or is already just a catch up episode. But, well, it's been quite a while. We're gonna have to have another episode called Promise Keepers Part Two because I promised last week that we would get back to a normal uh, episode for this one. But it, you know, you just want to kind of catch up with your with your friend and see how life has been mm-hmm. and and all that. I'm I will say just kind of going off of what you said about getting ready for or looking forward to getting back to work. I'm also in that. I don't mm-hmm. start work until next week. I'm technically on vacation. I've got my office mostly set up just because I, I that's just my mentality. I just hate knowing that my office is sitting in shambles. And I You're use a it, nester. Well, and I use it for stuff like this, right? Um, yeah. So it has looks great, by the way. Well, thanks, man. It looks pretty much, except for that corner shelf, pretty much exactly like my old office. They painted it the exact same color. My desk, I I own everything that I had on my desk in my other office. So it, I literally just set up everything. Hung the guitars on the wall. Um, there's a few differences, but the average onlooker. In fact, uh, I shot a picture 
I actually, I think I sent it to you and Andrew, but I sent it to a, a chat that I've got with a bunch of my youth. And one of them responded going, I'm not convinced that you actually moved. <laughs> and so I just shot back a message going, yeah, no, the truth is I just moved my desk to a different corner. And, uh, but I'm still there. That's a good move. If you're going on vacation, say that you've moved. <laughs> And then I was looking for it for two weeks. Yeah. You're like, just kidding. But man, I am, I am like, I'm just biting. Uh, what, what do they call it? Chomping at the bit. Thank you. But I was like biting at the, I'm just biting. I'm just, biting I'm at just, stuff constantly. I'm, just, I'm teething. No, <laughs> I, I'm just chomping at the bit to get going here. Um, I'm like, cause I'm, I'm here and I'm looking at different stuff and you know, my role with the youth and technology and getting back into my courses and all that starting up uh, next yeah. week. I'm just, and knowing that this has been coming for, you know, how many months has it been right? Like since we made mm-hmm. the decision to come and announce it with the church, it's been three, you know, a little over three months or something where you're just kind of in this limbo of, of wanting to get going. So I just cannot wait to start. Um, I measured time by what video game I was playing when this all came about, and that was Sea of Thieves. So it was the Sea of Thieves ago that we, this wow. all really came to be. Wow, and now we're, we're, we're back on Ark time again. I know, Ark chapter 50. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our not-a-sponsor part of the show, the part of the show where we highlight a product that we feel does it better than anybody else, but they won't support us financially. Nobody does it Well, folks, today I'm bringing you a product that has been there with me as long as I can remember. It's hard to always come up with something new, so you have to think, what has been beside me? My whole life has always been there when I've needed it and is just the best, and and there's nothing that comes close. Well, folks, I'm talking about popsicles. Now, it might surprise you to know that popsicle is the name of the company, uh, not the individual thing that you eat. They have all kinds of different um, marketing and, and labels for those. They've got, you know, Popsicle Sours, Popsicle Disney Frozen Minis Frozen Pops, which is a mouthful. This one really surprises me, Popsicle Scribblers. Yep, it is the shape of a crayon, looks like a crayon, but you eat it. Might be a marketing mistake, but you know what, Popsicle? You've always been there for me, and I'll be there for you, even in the crazy times. It might surprise you to know that Popsicle was invented by a kid. The very first Popsicle ice pop was created way back in 1905 by an 11-year-old named Frank Epperson. That's right, folks. Popsicle was invented by a kid, and it was all by accident. After a long day of play, he went inside, found a cup of soda, and while well, you can figure out what kind of happens next, and, and from their website it says, and the rest is history. Well, fast forward to today, and in my opinion, nobody does it better at keeping me cool and keeping me on my toes about what I'm eating than Popsicle, not a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are going to be, we're going to make good on our promise. Lucas and I, we are the promise keepers. That's right. We're summoning. So I had to look up promise keepers because when you laughed so hard about calling it Promise Keepers, that episode way back, I thought, okay, there's something I don't know. It's like a Christian men's organization. Yeah, that's that was it. All right, Lucas, let's pretend as though the episode just began. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's the beer man. And then Bald Eagle. Bald Eagle. Uh, coming at you live. Nope, not so much. But anyway, Lucas, walk us in halfway through on a hypothetical. Hypothetical, all right. So um, would you go without washing? teeth brushing or deodorant for three whole months and get in exchange, you would get $35,000. You have to remain mute about the deal for, uh, for whatever the case uh, until the three months are. So basically you, if you don't do any personal care, any grooming um, you'll get 35 grand for it, but you're not allowed to explain why you're doing it. Would you do it? Man, I could, I would love to have 35 grand. Um, what would I do with 30? Let me see. First, I need to figure out what would I do with 35 grand, but I also work with public. Yeah. See that? Cause I've done this question with my grade 12s before and they almost all said no because they're at the age where like what people think about you is that it's like height. But, 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 but let me toss this out to you. I, mm-hmm. I'm someone that showers every day, brush my teeth, use deodorant, and and depending on the day, maybe we'll even reapply if it's you know a hot day and, and all that. Yeah. Especially if I'm going to be around stank people. On yeah. Um, and so, so for me, and I, you know, hair and beard and and all of that is quite the the ordeal sometimes. And my wife will often say that I take longer than she does, uh, which isn't actually true. But whatever, that's fine. Um, 
but I work, Lucas. I think I think I figured out how we could do this because I could. I would love thirty five grand. I yeah. work with teenagers. I'm about to start a new job with a group of teenagers, and so primarily for my job, I'm going to be uh, doing my courses where I'm in my office by myself. So okay, I'll deal with the stank. And when I'm not, I'm with teenagers, and so so. Just stand beside the stinkiest one and they'll always think it's them. Well, I mean, teenagers by and large, you know, smell awful. Find find yourself some teenage boys, just ask them to throw their shoes off. So that's yeah. that's what we're gonna do. I'll I'll make sure that all my lessons, you know, uh, we'll talk about we'll say something like, guys, it's holy ground, so you gotta take your shoes off. <laughs> and it, no? Okay. Um but that's what I'm thinking. And then at church, when I'm here at church, I'll just be, uh, guys, we're going we're gonna to have uh, a couple of pews that are just set aside for the teens. And I'm going to sit right in with you, right in the middle. Don't forget, take your <laughs> shoes off. Stank cloud. Yeah. So I think, I think we could pull this off because I think I'm uniquely in a position where I can hide it. For thirty-five grand, I think it's it's doable for sure. Um, for me, like so much of my job is dealing with the public and and you know dealing with parents. Now I do have the summer off. I don't have three months, but I could maybe work it somehow. Now it says no teeth brushing, oh washing. I was gonna say, can you shower? But no, you can't shower. No showering. Um, and can you shave? Well, I think you could shave. So right. so would you would you then shave all the hair off your body? Um well no, I I got to hold on to what I have. <laughs> um so I'm trying to think if cuz there's no deodorant, but you could just do like what they did in the olden days and just lay on the cologne. So you stink but in kind of a, you know, well, different but way. But you're not allowed to use I mean, okay, so the, they say teeth brushing, I'm not worried about gum. Right, deodorant though they say you can't use deodorant. So does does cologne fall into that? I know they're two different things technically. Because one actually, and it's, I mean, yeah. Because otherwise you could say, well, you said deodorant, not antiperspirant, which I wouldn't ever consider that. Right, that, that just seems ridiculous. But but deodorant um, is meant to take the smell away, and cologne is meant to be a new smell. So to be a masking agent. Uh, right. So I think you could probably. Pull, oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh. Febreze. I'm gonna Febreze myself every day. Okay. We we went to totally different places. I'm thinking full body latex suit. <laughs> just seal it in. Seal it in. Really, just keep it right in there. I. Okay. So. Oh. You know you can get Febreze garbage bags. No way, really. Yeah, when you yeah, Febreze scented garbage bags. Um, you know, you probably pay a little more for them, but it's worth it. Okay, there's my not a sponsor for the episode. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I actually read a book about Febreze, and they first invented it. They like we came up with this like magical thing that actually locks away. Like it actually does what it says it does. All the commercial like it locks away smells or whatever. Um, and except they couldn't get anyone to buy it because no one really, everyone thought it wasn't really real. It was just like another spray. But like they they were getting ready to take it off the market and they had people like this woman who worked in animal control and she smelled like skunks all the time. And she's like, I can finally go on dates again thanks oh, to you guys and stuff oh, like this. Oh. But uh, anyway, they, they have like a whole lab at Johnson & Johnson where they study all this stuff. And they'll get like uh, people to come in and say, okay, clean this house like it was your house. And they record it all just to see all the little like routines and rituals with cleaning. And they gave her all the Johnson Johnson products basically on like a janitor's cart to pick from. Sure. And she would – and she kind of tried them all out and saw what they all were. And she would go into a room and she would clean, 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 clean. And then she would – when she was done, she would pick up the Febreze, spray it, wait there for a second and inhale – and then she would leave. And they, they kind of watch it. She did this in every single room. And they said, what is what are you doing with the Febreze? And she goes, oh, well, it smells really nice. So when I'm done, that's my little reward for cleaning the room. I, I give it a little spritz and I just enjoy the smell. And they found out that that's what the people that did buy it, that was like what they liked to do. They weren't even – they didn't know it was this like magical potion that takes away stank. It's They just think of it as like, oh, it smells like lilacs or whatever. Yep. Um, and, and it doesn't smell as like chemically as the other stuff. So they started marketing that. And all of a sudden, all the commercials, you would see people come in, clean up a room, do the old spritz and sniff. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so anyway, that was a long side trail for talk about Febreze. But it's super interesting, the story about how it almost didn't you – know, because the marketing was wrong. Uh, they weren't selling – 
it as a, they were selling it as a product when they should have been selling it as an experience. Um, okay, sorry, I'm listening and I'm engaged. However, I also, <laughs> however. How, however, I also thought new episode title. Um, uh, I eyeball PCP uh, no, and pe- Febreze pe- pe- peepers and ear holes in the spritz and sniff. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Well, so I, th- I think you could do it. And I think what I would wind up doing is getting a latex, um, a, a latex, uh, full body suit that is infused with Febreze. There you go. So, um, are you allowed swimming? Not washing, <laughs> but swimming. Hey, there you go. Right. Go, go. If get- I could, if I could swim in like the ocean every day mm-hmm. and chew gum and use Listerine, I think, I, I think I could make a go of it. You can. Or another something you could do, Brad, that that also would fit your job, is saying that you're doing a three month um, Jesus experiential pilgrimage, um, and you could do like you know wear the wear the robes, and you could you know because he wouldn't have brushed his teeth, no, not a thing, um, or done a lot of washing or anything like that. Actually, washing daily is a super new thing. It's like less than a hundred years old. So if they could do it, we can do it. How come you're coming up against washing daily here? You, you, no, you, I'm not against it. I'm just saying well, it's not I'm, like when I think of not wash, like showering every day, I'm like, oh, how could I possibly? But it's like, no, people for thousands sure. and thousands of years have been doing it every day. Back in the day, you'd have like one bath a year or whatever. Uh, so, Well, and you're anyway. going to get caught in the rain every now and then. Lucas, this one comes from Yahoo. It says this, when you're drinking water out of a cup super quickly and the liquid starts dripping down your chin, do you continue knowing full well more and more will drip down or do you just stop and readjust? Uh, do you want me to say my answer? You're going to read those Yahoo <laughs> okay. user answers. Well, uh, let's see. User King Ed Undead says, and thank you, King Ed Undead. Uh, depends on how thirsty I am. If I'm drinking super fast, that usually means it's just time to let it flow. User Bread Police says, if it's dripping, then that means I'm thirsty and there is not stopping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a terrible sentence. The mess that might happen. Oh, I see. There was no period there. That's the fact on me. That they capitalized mess and thirsty seems kind of weird. Well, they, yeah, okay. Let me just read that I again. I also capitalize random words and sentences, so I have the same law reflection. If it's dripping, that means I'm thirsty and there is not stopping the mess that might happen. So these yeah, these people just, these people's no. These people seem that they're just going for it. Um, the thirst is real and so that's what they're doing. You? Yeah. See, if I'm drinking a regular, I'm just like kind of like, "Oh yeah, I should probably have some water, which I never drink enough of." Um, I'm like, I'll, I'll drink it and I don't make a mess. But you come in from like mowing the lawn mm-hmm. or whatever right, and right, you're right, like right, right. parched down to the bones and you, you get one, a big old glass of water and then you're like chugging it back. Oh yeah, it's going to like run down your chin and you don't care because you're so thirsty and you're like, whatever, I can't slow down the intake. Uh, and it makes you feel like, yeah, this is, I'm a man. This is how men drink water when they're thirsty. That, so That, yeah, that reminds that. me, did you ever hear of eating an orange in the shower? I would have said no, except for it's triggered something in my brain because it's supposed to taste better. No, it's just this experience that you have because normally like oranges are so juicy and all that, that you yeah. can, you can get it on you and then it's, you get to wash up, you get sticky. And so people say like, you, you haven't really lived until you've eaten an orange in the shower where you just go and you just eat that orange and the juice goes everywhere, but it doesn't matter because you're getting clean at the same time. So, um, I like crying in the shower. What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I think you said. <laughs> uh, You'll catch it in post. So um, <clears throat> I, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat as you. There have been times where I have gone and just been tipping it back and you feel it going and I'm just like, I don't care. As long yeah. as the, as long as it's, it's, all, it's all about the rate of which it's pouring. If it's pouring out slower than it's coming in, then I'm okay. If it's going out just as fast as, <laughs> right? I'm basically, I'm, I've missed the mouth. Um, have you ever, have you ever swallowed water in such a weird way that it hurts? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't that the worst? And you're like, how did I do this? How did I hurt myself <laughs> with water that seems to be solid now? Yeah, no. And it's like, it, it's like a biting thing down your throat. It feels like you've, uh, yeah, no, it feels like a solid. Um, one of the things I bring up with my wife about once every three months is a memory from when we were dating and we were going through an intersection and as we were driving through it, she took a big gulp from a, like a big (laughs) open mouth Nalgene. Yeah. And 
for some reason I had to stop short or something happened that jerked the car a little bit. And she like too much went down at once and she started to choke on it. And then she started to like <laughs> spit it out, but then she didn't want to spit it on the car. But then she started to choke on it again. And it's like she was stalling out. I thought she was going to drown and we were miles from water. Oh, so that's all. Yeah. I'm I, I like, remember that time you almost drowned at an intersection? Uh, and we laugh and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love. Isn't it funny? <laughs> it is great. Uh, one of us, I forget which one of us. And this, this doesn't put, this doesn't put us in a good light. Um, especially in today's, <laughs> that is not if if we were trying to put ourselves in a good light in this podcast, we've been doing a horrible job. Yeah, one of us, I forget which, tried to throw a milkshake out the window. I don't remember that. It wasn't you or I. It was it was either Mandy or I. Oh, I, I don't remember which. And and the window was up and just really clean, and that thing went everywhere. <laughs> so wait, you're driving in a car, yeah, with the windows up, which is usually pretty noticeable. Oh, was the car not moving? No, no, we were driving. Okay. So you're in a car. Yes. That's moving. Yes. And someone decides. And one of you just hucks it into the window, forgetting that windows are a thing. That's right. Like you got time traveled from the medieval times. That's us. What is it? A force field. Yeah. Devil. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I had a similar story one time. Also, when Melissa and I were dating, we were driving. We were in in Digby, Nova Scotia, and uh, I just picked her up at the ferry, and we were driving back to my house. And we wanted to get some delicious ice cream treats. And so she got a fudgicle and I got, I don't know what. Sure. Um, anyway, so she's eating it, but she's like slow at eating a fudgicle. And I didn't <laughs> know that was possible because I've never, <laughs> food they, has never lasted long. Wait, hold on. Isn't, isn't, it, isn't there literally a time limit on those things because they're melting? So you can't well, think like I don't I don't get it like it's you, you lick it or or chomp it like worst case scenario you just bite it right well worst so case she, scenario is it just melts on your hand well okay so she's she's holding it and 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 we're talking and whatever we're all excited to see each other and uh, and then I look over and it's like getting away from her because <laughs> I think it's probably because because like she was talking because she was so excited to see me the love of her life and she forgot to like take care of that fudgicle and it was hot because it was the summer right. And hot, wait, I no, like, I thought for a second, I thought you meant the fudgicle. It was a hot fudgicle, you know. <laughs> fudgicle. More of a chocolate soup, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, and so it's like, it's starting to like run down her hands and make Ooh. her hands all fudgically. Mm-hmm, and gross. I was like, well, I was like, take care of that. And she's like, I can't. Like, I was like, she's like, I'm kind of done with it. I was like, just throw it out the window. So she cranks down the window because it was, it was a 1998 Civic with crank windows. And she, so... <laughs> Here's how, how it happened is I, I still don't really know how it happened, but sure. she, because normally, okay, describe to me how you throw a fudge claw out the window of a moving car. Well, I'm not one to ask because I, <laughs> one again, it was either me or Mandy, but um, how I would throw a fudge claw out of a car, I wouldn't, Lucas. I would, yeah. I would finish it and I would, ref, I would take the stick to the proper place. To, to, <laughs> to have it laundered. To, to, properly, no. to properly have it cleaned and then uh, put in a refuse okay, bin. Okay, but well, it, but here, if, here's it, what happened. Hold on, if I was going hog wild and just didn't care about the earth, well, yes. welcome to earth. But if I didn't care about it, um, I would roll the window down. Yes. I would take it, uh, you know, it, I, I, would, I don't know what in I- Your pinchers. I'd put it in my, yeah, I'd pinch it and then I would just- toss it but i would try i would okay. toss it away from the car like towards the that's, ditch that's kind of what i thought so ha- melissa has it <laughs> throws in, in the throws in the back seat <laughs> <laughs> no and then shoves her hand outside the window <laughs> at like highway speeds so now it's and then doesn't let it go and then there's like fudgical like flying all the way up her arm <laughs> and i was like what are you doing she's like and i forget i don't, I don't know, know. I don't. I think that's what she said, and and then just let and, it go. I don't know and, how. And that's what I was doing. I was like, just let it go. Oh, here she comes. I didn't want to litter. <laughs> say that in the microphone, in case they didn't get it. So say, um, Melissa has I'm, a statement. Yeah, I heard. I didn't want to litter. As you shouldn't. <laughs> it was just let it go. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, it, I've never seen so little fudgical go over so much square footage of a person before. Meanwhile, the car behind you's got their wipers on, and it's just it's <laughs> it's just chocolate rain city. Like, yeah, just they don't know streets. that's chocolate. No, no. What happened to this rain? <laughs> um, Lucas, I don't think this will be a, a difficult question 
for us that I don't, I know we're, we're generally trying to be done like 10 minutes ago, but I did, and I get into a fudgical rant. We, you're on that sweet fudgical run again. Uh, I will say this: you haven't really learned. You haven't really lived until you've eaten a fudgical. <laughs> I think that was the guy at camp was doing a fudgical run. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna keep that in or not. I'm not, sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. You haven't really lived until you've eaten a fudgical in the shower. Ah, uh, there. <laughs> um. Or you could combine the two and get one of those uh, Terry's chocolate oranges. One of, I think one of, sorry, one last thing before we jump on okay. the last question. <laughs> We're back one on of, it. One of Melissa's favorite memories of my dad was one, one, he's still with us. He's not dead or anything. <laughs> Sometimes when you say stuff like that, it sounds like they're gone. Anyway, she was living with us for one summer and she came downstairs to the basement uh, where our TV is and my dad was sitting there holding two fudgicles, <laughs> like one in each hand, just eating two at once. <laughs> And she later on, she's like, why was your dad eating two fudgicles at the same time? And I was like, obviously. I was like, so he wouldn't have to go back to the freezer. He knows he's going to eat two. Yeah, exactly. Why would you do two trips? Yeah. No. And she's like, well, I don't understand this candy logic that you have. He's a chain fudger. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right, Lucas, uh, I've changed the way the question comes up. We were doing yes. we were doing uh, questions Christians can't answer, which was mm-hmm. you know people trying to stump us. And then I thought, yeah. I wonder what questions Christians are asking. <laughs> like, and that's a great one, right? And so, so yeah. this question, um, this question, uh, I don't think there's a huge long answer to it, but this is one that that people should know the answer to. The question is this: Is there a sin God cannot forgive? And, th- and this isn't like, you know, is there a rock that God can create that he can't lift type of thing? <laughs> the, is there a sin God cannot forgive? Um, I mean, I've got an answer to that one, uh, but do you want to take a, take a go with that first? Well, I, I feel like I've heard of like unpardonable sin, but right. I, don't, I don't know the kind of the, the whatevers of it. Um, uh, you, you, you unpack it here. Well, Oh, pardon me. If you let me say anything, I'm just going to talk about fudgicles again. Um, so it's neither time nor the place. So um, the the quick the quick answer is: Is there a sin that God cannot forgive? Yes, there is only one, um, and that is what what Scripture says is uh, blaspheming blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Um, in other words, let me just. If I put it in the simplest terms possible, I would say this like I would say it this way. There is no there is nothing that we can do that God cannot forgive. Um, every, you know, every conceivable I'm, I'm I hate to even say it like this, but every conceivable act of evil that we can think of, God mm-hmm. if if we come to true repentance, mm-hmm. God can forgive that sin. Right. The one unpardonable sin that God will not forgive is is us rejecting him, never coming to him in faith. And if I put it simply, not becoming a Christian, it, right, it is the unpardonable sin. Because um, the whole the scripture is super clear that the Holy Spirit goes out and is you know convicting the world of sin and 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 also um, drawing us to Christ. Everybody. Everywhere, the Holy Spirit has gone out to, to draw them into Christ. Mm. The reality is, though, uh, there are people that will that that will reject that. That will say, "No, I, I want none of that." And mm-hmm. and when they die, that's it. That's it. That is the one unpardonable sin is is not receiving Jesus Christ into your life. Um, if you've received Jesus into your life, I'm not saying that you should just go out now and you've got, you know, carte blanche, you're, you're good, you're covered, do whatever, and you can get forgiveness. Cause I don't know that that's how it works. Uh, and, he, and whether it is or whether it isn't, you're still not protected from the, uh, consequences of your sin. And a lot of the time, yes. those rules are there to protect us. It's not cause it makes God extra happy when we don't lie. It's cause he knows that that destroys relationships yeah. and, and all that kind of thing. I mean, it also does make him happy too, but it's cause every sin, you know, when I was speaking in my camp, uh, at the camp there this summer, I, one of the things I kept trying to say to the kids is like, sin is pain. Like pain for you now, pain for you later, pain for you, pain for others. Like sin is pain and God doesn't want to see you in pain. Right. And, and you make a really good point. 
about the consequences. Um, yes, there's forgiveness, but there's still consequences for our actions. So is there a sin God cannot forgive? Uh, if you're, if you're a Christian, you're listening and, and I, we've heard this. I've heard this. We, I've heard people say this. There's been times where I've even thought like, how can he forgive what I've done? Hmm. Right? Like he, you don't know, Lucas, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. I mean, I know that you know who I am and, and what I've done, <laughs> but, um, but you get into that kind of, you get into that conversation. You don't know, you don't know what I've done. I've done things that you wouldn't believe. Right. Well, God's not surprised by any of that. He didn't go up there going, oh, didn't see that one coming. Um, and, and so he can forgive it. Uh, and you don't need to get, you don't need to try to get your life right. If you're not a Christian and you're not coming to Jesus because you're like, my life is too dirty. I've got too much sin in my life. This is not how it works. You don't get yourself cleaned up and then come to Jesus. You come to Jesus, filth, dirt, and everything, all the sin, all the addiction, everything, just who you are in that moment, you come to him and then you begin a relationship with him and then he and you work on that together. Because salvation has nothing to do with us being good enough or us being clean enough. Salvation has to do with, you know, Jesus being enough. Right. Um, that's why it, cover, it doesn't matter really what we've done because Jesus is enough. Yeah, absolutely. And what we will be accountable for is what we have done with the salvation that we've been given. Mm. Um, because you didn't just get saved just to make you clean. Yes, that's important. Mm-hmm. but you got saved to, to make you clean and then you got sent out to go and bring others to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, exactly. right. So with what you've got, you know, uh, what have you done with it? And we will be accountable for that, for what we've done. Um, so again, I've, I've gone back a couple of times. Is there a sin that God cannot forgive only one? And that is not receiving him. That's not becoming a Christian. And upon your death, um, you are fully, you know, uh, accountable for, for for that, um, the, you know, Jesus paid the price for you, but you've rejected that, and now now you will be punished for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Christian, uh, or if you're not a, a Christian, but you're you know you feel like you got all that in your life, is there a sin that God cannot forgive? No, He can He can forgive all of that. Um, did that make sense? How I said that, Lucas? You you tracking with so. me? Yeah, I'm tracking. You're tracking. You're tracking. Um, if you want, look you know look in Scripture about. Um, the unpardonable sin um, called the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. Blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my! it's getting late now. Uh, I did this one with Andrew because it was super appropriate because he's got a two-year-old. <laughs> but I'm interested to know what you would do in this situation. And the listeners, if they listen to last week till the end, they, they know this one. If a two-year-old, Lucas, hands you a toy phone, do you answer it? 100% every single time. Uh, and I usually have like a short conversation like oh no really absolutely not of course and then the kid usually thinks that's like the funniest thing in the world and then after i do a little conversation i pass the phone off to them and then i bounce because otherwise <laughs> now they're um, on the that, phone yeah now oh. they are now they are the ones who are on the phone i want to cruise oh <laughs> it's your captain speaking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of a of a ship's horn <laughs> It's a. It sounds like a real manly ship's horn. It's great, um, but yeah, no, hundred percent. And I, you know, it's it's a fun game to play. My youngest is three now, so I mean that's pretty close. Um, but yeah, okay. for sure. Well, uh, just so you know, we we did an app recommendation last week, but I want to give you the chance to get it. So, Lucas. Well, you know, I didn't have a. Uh, app that wasn't a game. Some of you do game recommendations and I couldn't think of like an actual just straight up. Sure. Sure. So I gave a game recommendation. Mm. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. I am going to give an app recommendation. You give it just off the top of my head. I'm, and this has not put me in a great light, but that's not what this is about. Um, an app I've been quite impressed with is the McDonald's app. Oh no. Um, (laughs) Lucas being able to order your meal and then just show up and they bring it out to you, which sounds like, oh, you're just super lazy or something. No, I have kids. And bringing that mobile zoo into a McDonald's is a recipe for hurt. Yeah. Um, so I can – I save our order. Or like I'll get us – you know, sometimes you're out and don't want to make lunch or whatever. And 
I can order them, you know, a couple, get each of us a McDouble and it's Ooh, a snack for nice. me and it's like a full lunch for them. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, sometimes there's even a, like a deal I can work where if it's over 10 bucks, it's like three bucks off. So I'm getting us like all this meal for like $8. Anyway, do my order, pop it in, they bring it out to you or I go to the play place and then say, bring it to me. Or, you know, uh, I'll order like a coffee. Except for, it says, what table are you at? And our McDonald's doesn't have t- numbered tables in the play place. So I put 99 and let them figure it out. And it takes a couple minutes, but eventually they'll find me. You must be That's a real pro tip. You must be a real treat at restaurants. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to springboard off of what, uh, off of you here. And, uh, I've got a salad app recommendation yeah, to make me look bad. No, we're, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to recommend to you the Bible app for children <laughs> called uh, Bible for Kids, available on iOS. It, you know, kind of trying to get your kids. You, you, biblical, biblical literacy amongst clergy and lay people, so everybody, is at a, like a horrible low. Like, pe- you know, people just aren't into the word the way they should be. And it's hard to get your kids sometimes engaged into the Bible as well. And so I, you know, the Bible app for kids, um, ha- you know, it, it tells the story and there's some interactive stuff for touching and on the screen and all that. And some people be like, whoa, 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 my kids should be touching paper. It, sh- they ne- it needs to be the- uh, none of that phone stuff. Well, you know what? If it gets my kids into the word and learning the stories from the from the Bible, then I'm okay with that. You might as well say like, whoa, 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 reading in English. My kids better be reading their Bible in Hebrew and Latin. Oh, Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, the Bible wasn't, I don't think it was written in Latin there, old, old Bean, but- I'm sure someone wrote it in Latin once, Brad. Uh, well, Come on now. There, well, <laughs> get us out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, sorry, I'm going to sneak one more app recommendation in. I'm very sorry to be doing this when I had none, and now I have two. But was it, wait, just, wasn't there the was the Latin Vulgate? That's a that was a translation of the Bible. I, I definitely was. Um, another app, and it's kind of late for for traveling season right now, but it's an awesome one. Is um, the OA Adventure Club, and that is Adventures in Odyssey. Um, I downloaded it, and it has every single Adventures in Odyssey. Um, episode ever there's like a thousand of them um if you didn't grow up with adventure odyssey it's an awesome uh audio series of just these people's adventures in a town called odyssey and it's really really good biblical uh foundations and they use the event the uh imagination station to visit bible stories and stuff it's it sounds super weird and kind of lame if you've never experienced it but it's great stories um and so you can buy the CDs, but or you can sign up for this like club, and it's you know it's like ten bucks a month or whatever. But you can do it for free for two weeks, and they don't even make you sign up with a credit card or anything, so you don't have to worry about canceling it if you don't want it. Um, and it's it's worth it, and the kids love it. Like it's pretty great that my kids are wearing me out on this thing that I love because they want to listen to it so much, and my poor wife has listened to it way more than I have. The OA Adventure Club, especially. If you're going away on vacation or something, uh, just load it up for those two weeks that you're going away and you'll get lots of use out of it and the kids will love the stories. So it's another way to have biblical literacy as well. Uh, that's fantastic. Thanks, Lucas, yep. for the extra one that, you know, you you definitely uh, elevated yourself there. <laughs> so that, From McDonald's? From Yeah. So we go to, we put the app on in the car and we head to McDonald's, you see, and then we sit there with our McDoubles listening to Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> oh, dude, walk us out. I know we said at the onset, but let's let's go through. Do the whole thing again? Yeah, do it. Hit it. They can hit the, they can hit the plus 30 if they don't like it. So don't forget, everyone, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram Man. at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, and feel free, if you have any questions, comments, queries, concerns, or criticisms, you can send them to <laughs> somebody uh, else. Oxford, oh, never mind. <laughs> OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. Don't step on me, man. Uh, and of course, uh, if you have a question or comment, you can also, using the Anchor app, just look up Oxford Holy Club and send us up to one minute of audio. Now I'm stepping on your thing. Um, and of course, if you do enjoy it, if you've listened to more than three episodes and you enjoy it, hop on iTunes and give us a five star and maybe leave us a little review uh, and we'll read it on the air. And as, well, Lucas really did. He, he took my paragraph, but that's fine. You know what? Because... We're a team. And uh, guys, we don't pay to advertise. You know that. I keep telling you, I don't like coming to you like this, and you don't like this, and we don't like this. This feels like a a PBS telethon. (laughs) 
Uh, we don't pay to advertise. And so any growth that we do have comes really from you. Um, recently, we just had somebody else come along as a financial supporter for a monthly donation. And, uh, and so you know who you are. And I am not going to mention your name. Should I mention their name? Do you mention names? Should we mention names? What do you? I would say I would say no for this time, and maybe you could ask them. Nah, um, we don't pay to advertise, and so any growth that we have comes from you and and you sharing us with others. So if you could get on, if you're on social media, if you're on Facebook or any of those things, or Instagram, as Lucas mentioned, um, share it. Just just put it out there. Get it on your feed so other people can can see it. And you know what, folks? More importantly than any of that stuff, until next time. Keep spiritually fit and and have have fun. fun.